Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast, your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Hello, Christian everybody. Boulay. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Bole, as always, as the Avalanche season is technically underway the preseason begins on Sunday for the Avalanche losing four to three to the Minnesota Wild and picking back up tonight or last night by the time you're listening to this after the Avalanche play the Vegas Golden Knights so we're gonna have two preseason games under our belt here soon we've got one to talk about here against the Wild surprisingly a pretty fun game especially by preseason standards yeah, it's just always good to have hockey back on the TV. Like that was that was exciting for me just to have it on. Um, and like I said, it, it wasn't the worst game to watch. Like there there were no like top line guys, I think, in for either team. I don't think the Wild really sent that many good players either. Um, but we did see some of the abs youth and some of the new guys, and I thought they looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they did end up losing the game, but obviously that's not what you care about. In the preseason, I thought there was a lot of good shown by a lot of individuals in this game. And I think the my favorite part of this game is just the the all former stars line. Yeah. Olafson, Tufty, Kiviranta. And I thought all of them looked pretty decent in their own rights, chief of which guy who I think is probably gonna make the team is Joel Kiviranta. They aren't making it easy, man. Like we, we did not think any of these guys, like really they were just kind of training camp fodder, but they looked good, man. Like Tufty had a goal. Kiviranta had a goal. Like it was just a solid game from those guys. And it's just so funny that these are all former stars guys. Yeah. And like even Olofsson, I thought looked pretty solid as well. Like everyone, they all just looked probably outside of the obvious top line of Wood, Colton and Tatar. I, I thought those guys all looked the best. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more. Um, it, it is a preseason game. You can't overreact to anything, and you can't make any assumptions about a team. But what I did see out of that new line of Tatar, Colton, and Wood, I, I liked a lot. Like, yeah. I, granted, they aren't playing against the toughest competition. I liked it a lot. Like Miles Wood is just a fucking lunatic on skates. He hits everything. Yeah, Miles Wood was probably – him and Ross Colton were probably my favorite players in that game period. And I can tell that I'm going to love these guys when the regular season rolls around. Miles Wood is just chaos incarnate. I mean, we complained a lot about his, his penalties 
coming into this. He drew a bunch of them in this game with just, I don't know how else to describe him other than just reckless speed. He is ridiculously fast. It just, it's almost like the rest of his body can't catch up to how fast he can actually move his legs. And Ross Colton's digging under people's skin in a preseason game. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine, he you had imagine a couple chances this. too. He could have had a goal in this game if he wasn't hooked from behind, but right. Those two are just going to be menaces together, and I think the calmness of Tatar is going to balance it out a little bit. But Tatar's got a little bit of a mean streak on him too, man. Like I, would, I, I wouldn't underestimate Tatar. Yeah, he's got like, something in him. He's got a little, little, little meanness in him. And if that's the line that's going to roll out for our third line, that's better than pretty much any line we had outside of our top line last year. Oh yeah, I th- I think that is a a slam dunk line. And even going back to the guys beneath them, like I, I thought Kiviranta played great. Even you take the goal out of the equation, I, I thought he was very smart defensively. He looked like the kind of player that the apps usually just target. Like smart defensive players, very smart defensively, very good at getting the puck out, just making all of the right decisions. Those are the kind of things they're going to look for when they decide if a guy is going to make the team or not. I, I doubt even the goal is even going to factor in all that much because everyone contributed to that one. It's everything else that he did in this game. Them like very small sample size, obviously not the best competition, but the tool sets that he's showing suggests we're going to be in for really awkward time this year, having Yoel Kiviran to probably stick around. He's going to stick around. I really like Tufty, man. Like I, I, I do too. He's big, man. He's big. He's fast. Like he looked good yesterday. Too. Like there's a bunch of guys that this fourth line actually has some competition for, and it's going to be very interesting because, in all actuality, the the likelihood of those guys making the open net roster I think is still pretty slim. But if you can keep those guys in the AHL and to get them to sign AHL contracts, like two way contracts, after that, you should be feeling pretty good about calling one of those guys up. Yeah, I mean, especially Tufty. I liked Tufty as well. Obviously, he had the goal with like six seconds left in the game. Not a huge goal, but it's nice to see him still fighting at the end of the game. I mean, he's fighting for his career right now, so that had to mean something to him. Just He, he does everything with power, it feels like. The, there's obviously not a lot of raw skill there, but he's had some years to develop his game and everything, and Maybe he's adjusting more now to being a bottom of the lineup kind of guy and adjusting his game to that kind of role. And maybe that can benefit him this season. It could. And it's it's very obvious to see the type of people or the type of players that the the stars like drafting. Um, they, they have a type. They have a type. Yes. They, they want him big and fast. And that's the type they look for. And then they don't work in Dallas. And then Colorado's like, hey, come over here. We'll yeah. show you actually how to develop yeah. a tall and talented and player. I, I have a gut feeling that Riley Tufty being a first round pick had a lot more to do with him being six, six than anything yes. maybe outside of that. Is it still Jim Nil as their GM? Yes. Was it Jim it Nil who drafted him? Right. I, I imagine. Oh man. I don't even remember the stars. I don't know. They just fly so far under the radar. Sometimes I forget they exist. Yeah. It was Jim. It was Jim. So he has a type. He's he's very um, he, he likes to have a type. And uh, I mean, you look at it even too, like Rope Hints, Jason Robertson, big, fast, skilled guys like it works sometimes. But then yeah. you lose some guys like Val Nachushkin, uh, who you just weren't patient enough with. And uh, hopefully Riley Tufty can be decent. Like I, I like him as a depth option, man. I, I think he's going to end up in the AHL, but I like him as a depth option for yeah, it- it gives you more room to breathe. Like, I don't think he's going to make the team out of camp. I highly doubt he's going to be starting the season at fourth line center. 
but he definitely gives you pause like when there are call-ups that are eventually going to have to be made if Riley Tufty has to play a couple games on the fourth line I mean it's not going to be the end of the world I think at very least he's proving that in camp that he has a future as a fringe roster player in the NHL yeah the thing that's going to be really funny about this is that the Colorado Eagles could be fucking sick this year with all the talent they could potentially add like this team could be very good and that's something you couldn't say last year because literally their entire roster was just the Utah Grizzlies because <laughs> all the Eagles were up with the abs. So it, it bodes well for the Eagles and it bodes well for the avalanche to have depth in certain positions. Cause like you talk about Tufty, we haven't even talked about a guy like Paul on uh, Pavel. Like you haven't talked about any of those guys who we signed as college free agents who we thought at the beginning of training camp, were going to be the first call-ups, but you just still don't know yet because it is just way too early. But compared to last year, I feel more confident about those guys coming up and being able to play eight to 10 minutes in a game and you don't have to worry about them. Yeah. And, and you feel a little more comfortable with them than maybe someone with like a little more upside that like right. might develop into a higher role because yeah, they might grow into like a middle six or maybe even top six role someday, like, like a foodie, but those guys like Tufty and maybe more of guys like Pollen are going to be able to come into a more fourth line bottom six role and be able to to play that role instead. Correct. And I think you feel a lot more comfortable with that. And you you didn't have a ton of those options last year. No. Because you really don't want John Luke Foodie playing that kind of role at this stage in his development. It's just not good for him and he's not going to succeed in that role you're setting him up to fail but now you have guys that are legitimately fighting for their nhl careers and that is not something that can be understated when you have college free agents that have no that have no pull in the league and have to establish themselves a guy like riley tufty former first round pick has one career goal is asked to fight his way into the league and we haven't even talked about Freddie Olison, who I I thought looked really solid as well. I mean, he I, I think, think he's, he's going to be the one who I think makes the roster I of agree. the three on that line. I think Olson has the best chance just because he's played most recently in the NHL. I completely agree. That's exactly where I was going with that. Like I'm still like we haven't seen Ben Myers yet on the ice. That you will have seen it by the time you're listening to this, but. I imagine still it's going to be Myers probably getting the 4C spot to start, and I imagine Olafson probably is getting the the extra forward slot yeah. as well because I, I just thought he looked pretty solid. He looked really strong in both ends of the ice. He got robbed on that one look on the back door, and he picked up the assist on the, the Kibiranta goal as well. I mean, he just looked solid, looked like a solid bottom of the lineup NHL player, played in uncomfortable situations for the Stars last year. I mean, you talk about the Stars having a type. Apparently, we have a type for former Stars players. Correct. And I liked how a lot of them looked. I, honestly, I thought Olsen might have been the best. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I thought he was really solid. And I, I do think he has the best chance to stick around after camp. But I'm encouraged by all three of those guys. Like I did not think Kibi Ranta and Tufty would make me have pause about releasing them from their PTOs, but T Tufty's not on a PTO. He's oh, just... Tufty signed a deal. That's right. Like I didn't think I'd have pause about Kibi Ranta getting released from a PTO, but if he sticks around and he's a good AHL forward, I would have no problems calling him up. Like he's proven that he can play in the NHL. He may not be able to do the production, but he's proven that he can stick around as an NHL player. Yeah. I mean, I I think Kiviranta is going to get a contract. He he just looks like the kind of player that the Avs love to have in a depth role. And if you can find a way to have him juggle between, 
I don't know if he'll see the AHL though, because he generally did kind of stick around in the press box with Dallas last year. It's not like it's something he's unfamiliar with. He hasn't played in the AHL, I think, since before he scored that goal. You know, the, you know, you know the one I'm talking about, yep. the goal. He hasn't played in the AHL since then, and he did play 70 games with the right. Stars last season. If he does stick around, I imagine he's just going to kind of be munching hot dogs in the press box a little bit, but I imagine they also might do a lot of rotation on the fourth line. I don't know if they they really want to put Andrew Cagliano in every single game this season, and we don't. There really isn't a lockdown on fourth line center as we've seen right now, and we'll we'll see who ends up getting that role for themselves eventually. But I imagine there's going to be a lot of rotation. But this also goes back to the conversation about McDermott last episode. You've got Olafson who looks good. You've got Kiviranta who looks good. And McDermott, who we now have confirmation, is going to be a forward this year. Oh, he's playing D tonight. Did you not say that? He's playing defense. That must have just happened because they had in the the press conference talking about McDermott that they're putting him on forward, and they had him work on that all season. But if we're putting him on defense, then my whole fucking point. At at least the roster, I think it was either Jesse or Evan tweeted it out today. They had him listed as a D-man for tonight. He No, the one I see from Evan has him as a forward. Oh, I must have read that. It had a D next to him to start. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the roster was wrong because Evan has him listed as the forward. Oh, all right. Works for me. But so anyway, if, back to my original yeah. point of that something's got to give here. I'm really interested to see how they're going to make because it kind of feels like a log jam right now. Oh, without a doubt. And it, like we said last episode, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. It's a good problem to have these guys as um, as depth options. It's, it, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I found it. It's the one from Connor McGahee from this morning. It has McDermott listed as a D on the, like the paper roster. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that mistakes. That happen. can change at any moment. Yeah. yeah. So and that, and I just not, wanted to that's confirm not, that my let's, eyesight was terrible. Let's clarify. That's not Connor's fault. That's like the paper yeah. roster that they're given. And, yeah. you know, working in sports, I, I know, you know, mistakes happen like that yeah. sometimes, especially in the preseason. Everyone's still getting in the form, but even still. Getting I back. just love how they put Stan Crocky on there too. <laughs> the owner and chairman Stan Crocky. Just got oh, uh, correction. Every- correction E Stanley Crocky. Got to let everyone know. Yeah. Got to make sure you remember who's in charge. Yeah, you do. Also, it's going to be weird to say like defending cup champion Vegas Golden Knights this whole year, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. It feels uh, gross, doesn't it? I, I I don't mean this as an insult, but it feels underwhelming. Yeah. Like, like it, it just it, it doesn't yeah. have it doesn't have that same oomph to it. It's like when the Blues right. won. Like it's just like it doesn't have that kick to it. Like oh, so scared of the defending champs coming to town tonight. It's like I don't know. I guess. Cool, cool. Vague defending cup champion Vegas Golden. It just uh, yeah, it's too many too many words. Um, but any other thoughts from? Oh, I had another thought from the fucking the game yesterday. Sam Malinsky looked awesome with Jack Johnson. They they formed a really good pair. Did you see the move Jack Johnson did in the first period? I don't know if you got to watch it. He he just danced around that guy. I was like, Jackie J, bro, pulling out all the stops here, man. He's hanging, out with, he's hanging out with Kale a lot more recently. <laughs> the Kale McCarr effect on the defense. He pulled that move, and I was like, did Jack Johnson really just fucking do that? <laughs> Look at him go, man. Yeah, Jack Johnson looked pretty solid. I mean, he got a little out-muscled on one of the rebounds, but, you know, really gives a shit, right? I thought Malinsky looked good offensively. I thought there's he showed a little bit to be desired in his own zone and maybe on some of the details. But I 
was still very encouraged from what I was able to see as the the competition for him stiffened from, you know, the, the rookie tournament yep. a few weeks ago. It looks like there's like there's still stuff that needs to be ironed out. I'm not saying he's going to win the six spot outright. It's going to be Jack like Sam Malinsky's not going to start the roster as the 60, but he's got a chance to at least make the NHL team out of camp. And if guys eventually do get hurt, I think you'd feel pretty comfortable throwing him in one of the puck moving roles. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, I would feel good about that. And he's only going to get better the more he plays, too. Like he, that, That's just kind of my thought. Um, he looked really good offensively. Uh, defensively, I mean, he is playing with Jack Johnson, who can sometimes be a little bit of a liability out there. But I I, I was encouraged by him. And I think he he's going to be the 7th D when the season starts. I really do think he's going to be the 7th D. I think they feel more comfortable with him than they do with Curtis in that 7th D role. Yeah. I mean, there's also Brad Hunt to factor in as well. If he's really going to keep, I keep forgetting about him, man. And I need to stop because he was good last year. And I just keep forgetting he's even on the roster. Yeah. I mean, we'll see like if Brad Hunt makes that role. I mean, it's if Malinsky does not make the team out of camp, that does not mean he's not going to later. They might just be a little more comfortable with Hunt on day one. That doesn't mean that Malinsky's not going to get this job ever and that he failed in training camp because if he doesn't make it you're going to see like oh he he failed to to make the Ross that that's not how it works like he might he might still impress in training camp and they might just be like okay but we saw what Hunt can do last year let's give Malinsky a little bit of time in the AHL to get reacclimated to playing against men again because he only played for what 10 regular season games last year in the that ballpark 10 14 I think you're right yeah was the played seven, so less than that. So okay. seven plus seven in the playoffs is 14. So I was right. So he's only played 14 games in the AHL last season. So, I mean, it's not the end of the world if he doesn't no. make it and they deem he just needs a little bit more time. I mean, it's not like you're costing yourself more money by playing Hunt instead or anything like that. You're not going to lose anything. It's not something worth losing sleep over. No, I agree with that. So it's... It's just going to be an interesting... I'm honestly kind of surprised he's not playing tonight. I would have expected Malinsky to play tonight. It's probably a little much. I mean, you want you want to see everyone. You have to split yeah. this somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, do we... Uh, I, I don't know. Like, does Keaton Middleton really need to play tonight? You know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's on the team. Yeah, I'd rather see... I'd rather see Malinsky in there paired up with Hansel. I think that'd be... That'd be fun. I mean, I was also surprised in the game last night that I thought a lot of the other defensemen looked pretty good, too. I thought Nate Clerman looked good. I thought Corey Schneumann looked good. I mean, it seems like we've got a lot of guys that are working in the system at the very least. And again, you have to have the injury conversation. If you really get down in your depth chart, I think some some of these guys, they, they looked pretty good. They looked pretty comfortable on NHL ice. Yeah, it, it's but like it, it's just tough, man, when you're at when you're in the preseason, like it's just tough to, it's tough to gauge what guys you think are going to stick around. Um, and I don't know, man, I'm just really high on Malinsky. I just want to see him keep playing and get more game time because I do think he could eventually be that 60 man who comes in next year as like on the cheap when Jack Johnson eventually leaves. So I just want to see that. Hey, Jack, uh, I've Jack seen Johnson is Jack Johnson's eternal. I, I hope so. I hope so. We would love to have Jack, but it's just, like I've seen enough of Keaton Middleton in the NHL to know that he's like, meh, meh. Yeah. Like he's a good AHL player. Um, like Brad Hunt, I would, I wouldn't mind Brad Hunt. I actually kind of like Brad Hunt the way he plays. 
Oh, this is tough. Yeah, good thing we aren't in the front office because I would just be like, all these guys are good, man. Like, let's, I mean, let's the, get a ball the in The good there. part about being game one of the preseason, you still got five games left yeah. to work all this out, the rest of training camp and everything. Do you think that's too many games? Six games? Yeah. The first one's cool. The second one, you're like, okay. Once you hit three, you're like, oh boy, we're halfway. I would honestly, yeah, I would rather it be like one game a week and it's just three weeks. Like, I'd rather have that than six because it's just – it's just too many. Like it's, even I NFL, find it, I find it weird that the preseason ends less than a week before the regular season starts. Like there, there's no adjustment time. Yeah, I, I just, I almost wish they would start playing them later. Like if you're gonna play six games, just don't start them. Like because now my hockey juices are flowing. It's like, oh shit, I still have like two and a half weeks till the season even right. fucking starts. Like I'd rather they would play their first game like October fourth. I don't know, or like I, even even later this week, but. I feel like six is just a little too many, but I don't know. That's just me. The NFL made the smart decision to go down to three, and that was just the perfect amount. And yeah. three is even too many. Yeah, three is the perfect amount of preseason games. And once you're in the third one, now speaking from experience, you are very ready to be done with yeah. it. Yeah. I think three NHL preseason games would be great. Um, you just like you just play the people in your area. Like the Avs would just play Vegas, Arizona, and maybe Dallas. Those are your three preseason games every year, and you're good to go. Yeah, some, but, something in that area. I mean, the the good part is, is like you generally don't see a ton of injuries in the preseason, at least in the NHL, compared to the NFL, which I think is right. why we ended up shortening it in in football. If we saw that in the NHL, I think there'd be a much bigger case to to shorten that. That's but a good it's point. It's also it's also the thing in hockey is like they squeeze every last dime out of everything. They're not good. They're never going to shorten the dude. Enough. I was shocked how many people were at the game yesterday when they showed it on TV. Like, I never go to the preseason games. Like, it's just that to me is like meh. Like, I'll just never go to them. But there were a lot of people there. Granted, the Broncos got their absolute shit kicked in, so maybe I mean, a lot yeah, of people might go. What would you rather do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong, but. I was just shocked how many people were. I was like, good for Stan Kroenke, man. He's making some dough on these preseason games. Yeah. And the, we, we haven't even talked. The fact that these first two games are going to be broadcast on Altitude and on NHL Network for the game last night, by the time you're listening to this, is pretty damn cool. Like, at least we get to watch. Yeah. It's easier to watch some of these games than regular season games. Correct. Correct. You are, definitely you're, makes sense. You know, honestly, the game's probably blacked out on NHL Network if you're in Colorado right now. Probably is. I should try it. Once the game gets shown, I'll try it and I'll, I'll let you know. But uh, any other thoughts about this wild game? We lost. Uh, Ananen played. I thought he looked pretty solid. That was going to be my thought. I thought Ananen looked pretty good. I mean, he, he gave up the goal, but I didn't think the wild tested him all that much. But he looked he looked comfortable. He looked calm. I mean, it's like Bednar said. I mean, he's the number two right now until we get someone else. Good to see him get some action. We'll have Georgiev starting against Vegas. I'm not putting any stock into anything. He could give up five on five shots. I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. They said he's going to play the whole game, it sounds like. No, 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 no. He's going to be playing, like, probably half the game at most. Oh, I I wouldn't be shocked if he plays the whole game. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't would, be shocked. I don't, I don't think they're they're going to risk anything with that. We'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, he's playing tonight. And, and, and I mean, until we see him against actual NHLers, you can't really – put too much stock in him because we still don't know how long Frankie's going to be out. He's going to probably end up playing like four or five games max, I'd assume in the I'm, regular season. 
I mean, we'll see. I mean, it depends what happens with Frankie. If Frankie's unavailable for a while, and it's, it just depends on how good Annan looks in the rest of the preseason and camp. And if he impresses in one of the early games, they're not going to go out and get someone. Like they might right. look someone off the waiver wire eventually, but this is going to be Annan's little tryout period. If he's good and Frankie's unavailable for a while, he's, he's going to get a chance. I don't hate it. I, you, this is honestly kind of a perfect scenario because now you can actually see if Annan has the chance to be an NHLer. So it's, I would almost rather they don't go get another goalie right now. Yeah. I mean, they, they really can't. At the right. moment. They're not, gonna, <laughs> they can't, they're not going to give up assets for anything right now. They're just going to have to wait until guys start getting cut and put on the waiver wire and anything. I imagine before the first game, we'll, we'll, we'll see the guys that get through the waiver wire. If anyone interesting ends up getting put on there, but at the time you're just, you're grasping at straws right now. Yeah. It's in and in's net until it's not. Yeah. And he looked okay. I, I would have. It's it's a give and take because I would have liked for him to just to play the whole game. But also, if like if Annan gets hurt, you're really fucked. I mean, so, you also have to. You do also want to get a look at Arvid Holm. I mean, yeah. in preseason, you want to get a look at everyone that you can. Yeah, that's true. I just are we we know Annan's going to be the second right now. I'd rather just see him play more. Maybe he will in the future. I mean, but. they see him at practice and everything. True. I mean, it's not like he's just not getting reps because he didn't play half a game. Honestly, probably the practices were more competitive than that game. Probably right. <laughs> so exactly my point. But also, I just think it's so funny. I don't know if you found this as funny as I did. The fact that the Pepsi is sponsoring an Avs logo on the ice just made me laugh so hard. Going back to our roots. Right. And it's an old school Pepsi logo, which makes it even funnier. Confusing. Like, People literally just got used to the fact of calling it Ball Arena, and now you're putting a Pepsi logo on there. It's just going to mess with people's brains, and it's going to be a Pepsi Center all over again. Solid name. I miss the Pepsi Center. <laughs> it, I don't know, man. The ball sack's kind of grown on me. That's a yeah. Usually that's not a, <laughs> usually that's not a good thing. No, I mean it's a great thing. We're going down to the sack, bro. Going down to the ball sack. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they've won two <laughs> championships ever since they changed the name. And you know so, what? You can't, you can't argue with the results. The results, the usually, results speak for themselves. Usually, when you been... get, usually when you get results on sack growth, it's not good. But right, but ball arena, man, it's two for two, two for two raising banners each year. Hopefully, it goes three for three. But uh, let's talk about this Vegas game. This is either going to be great radio or terrible radio because this is going to be over by the time you're listening to this. But I'm excited to watch this game. They're showing them on the screen right now. You got Ryan Johansson and Jonathan Drouin playing. I find myself intrigued to see how Drew Ann plays in this game. I'm very I feel intrigued. like he's going to go pretty hard. I'm very intrigued to see how Drew Ann plays. I mean, he's he's got a spot on the roster. It's not like he's one of the guys like Tufty, like fighting for his NHL right. life. But it's going to be an opportunity for him to get acclimated into the system and everything. I think there's going to be rust. There's going to be unfamiliarity there. I mean, we didn't really talk much about Thomas Tatar just looking a little bit maybe uncomfortable in the first game, but I think you also just have to factor into all these new players. Like everything is brand new for them. It's not as simple as just stepping onto the ice for the first time and going to do your thing. I mean, if it's your first time at the arena, like you don't know where to park, you don't know where to do anything. You don't know how to drive there or anything like that. Everything's just brand new for, especially for guys like Tatar and especially for Drew who spent most of his career in Montreal for the last little while. I'm talking like he's had a bad game. Maybe he'll go off tonight. 
but there's the there's a reason why you see a lot of these new guys go in these preseason games just so they can get familiar and it's it's all just a mental thing all just mental thing but I, I am intrigued to see how he plays i imagine he'll do pretty decently but i, I think the preseason really for for Juwan is going to be hey are you going to be our top line winger right like he's he's in like you say he's going to make the roster but are you going to be a fourth liner or are you going to be top line like that that's really what drew Ann has to figure out um but i'm intrigued to see him ryan johansson playing uh i just want to see him i don't know like what do you expect to see from him i honestly just don't want him to get hurt that's really well, that's, where i'm at i mean that's johansson. my expectation for everybody is yeah. just, just don't get hurt i don't care i don't care if you have the worst game of your life so long as you're healthy that's really all that matters I agree. I I don't know because like what I want to see from Johansson is more like net front presence, but I don't know if I necessarily want to see that in the preseason. No, not really. I mean, I just want to see everyone stay healthy and I want to see them knocking the rust off and getting used to the environment and everything. That's especially for guys that are going to make the roster. That's really all you want to see. Because right. again, you can't put much stock in any of this. Really, the only stock you can put into the preseason is the guys at the bottom of the lineups that are fighting for roster spots because this for some of these guys, like that's genuinely their career on the line. Right. Ryan Johansson's not in danger of losing his job. Drew Ann's not in danger of losing his job or anything. This is all just tune-ups and stuff like that. Just getting into the game environment and just getting out of your own head. I agree. I just realized Keegan Colasar is playing and Bo Byram's playing. So let's just keep an eye on that. Let's just let's keep Bo away from Keegan Colasar tonight. Let's keep Keegan Colasar away from Bo. Yeah. Yeah. But it is exciting. Bo's playing. I'm excited to see what he's going to do this year. I think we both have pretty high expectations for what Bo can do if he's healthy all year. I have so, very high expectations for Bo Byram. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he looks like tonight. Um, you already mentioned Georgiev. He, he could allow 10 goals on 10 shots, and I'd still be like, we're good. <laughs> like it's, we're good. I'm not worried about Alexander Georgiev at all. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll probably see Ananen again tonight. I mean, it's Georgiev and Ananen playing. So Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see Ananen was playing again. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets when you sign up. Best of all, nobody's going to be missing out on any of the actions this season because all DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. So what are you waiting for? Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Now, back to the episode. I'm cool with that. Oh, Peter Holland. I like that. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what he looks like. I'm yeah, excited to see what Peter Holland. He's going to be Peter Holland's first NHL action in quite a bit of time. I want to see how he does. I mean, I wish I could watch it because there's still an entire period of this Leafs and Senators game again because you know great scheduling. But even still, it'll be on eventually. It's pretty. Yeah, it'll be. I'll keep you updated on anything. I can't. Happens, I, can't but... I can't be too picky. Yeah. Well, and then oh, you got uh, Pollen's getting a chance with that top line with Druin and Johansson. I like that. I like That'll that be intriguing. Too. I mean, Pollen's and then Myers gonna, with Olausen and O'Connor is interesting as well. 
I mean, Pollen's going to get a fair shake. I think he impressed down the stretch in the AHL last season. I think I think they've got some hopes for him. Probably, probably not to make the team, but to to be an option at some point. And our guy Ivan Ivan playing third line center. Let's fucking go, baby. See I what mean, see if he can tell you that hot streak from it. Yeah, I actually recognize more of the names on this list today than I did yesterday. Yeah, much more. I mean, there's very few people on this list that I just don't even recognize at all. Everyone I feel like is at least fighting for something. Yeah. I'm excited to see how Peter Holland plays. I, I I think that was one of those ones more just the abs literally like no one thought this guy would get signed and for him to get signed, they have to see something in him. So I'm intrigued to see if he plays as well as Kiwi Ranta did last night. I would certainly hope so. I mean, Kiwi Ranta played 70 games last year. Peter True. Holland tired. So I imagine there's also going to be a little bit of rust that needs to get knocked off before that. I mean, that's really, I think just my theme of the entire preseason is just there's a lot of guys that, getting used to a new environment. Some guys that haven't played in a little while, so long as everybody's healthy can be, I mean, the, what the Canucks lost 10 to nothing yesterday. Did and, they really? Yeah, they, they did. lost 10 to nothing. They did. Oh, I did see that. Cause didn't uh, talk. Uh, why am I blanking on his name? The coach. New, new coach. You're right. And I'm blanking. Rick Tockett. Tockett. Rick yeah. Tockett's the coach of the, he's like, yeah, I feel like Sean Payton and the Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anything can be as bad as being the Broncos right now. Yeah. Given yeah, up 70 points. I mean, really. It's it's more just like <laughs> I'm just you watch that game yesterday, and it just makes you so thankful that the abs and nuggets are almost back because the Broncos have slowly worked their way into the most depressing Denver franchise. And that says a lot because the Rockies play in Denver as right. well. Right. The Rockies are like right across the street. Yeah. And that says a lot to be that depressing. Like I was trying to think back, like what's the worst abs loss we've seen in our lifetime? And I, I think it's the Montreal one where they lost 10 to one. Yeah. I go, I think of the Montreal one. I think of the first time we played Vegas. That was pretty bad. The blowout was pretty loss. bad too. Yeah. That Toronto one where it was Jojo in net. I think about yeah. that one. That even one was then, pretty bad. Even then we put up three goals, right? Yeah. I have never seen a team get as embarrassed in my lifetime watching any sport as the Broncos did yesterday. It's like people say, like, oh, 70 20 is a college football score. That's a high school basketball score. Yeah. That, that That's the score you get when the top that's team a, goes like three towns over and plays some like Catholic league score. Yeah. That's a video game score when you play your little brother in like Madden or in NCAA football. Like mm-hmm. that's the type of score that you expect. And it was bad. Like it was, it got so bad, it got funny. It's so um, bad. We're having a recap on the Av show. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 that game just made me so thankful that the abs exist and we actually can watch competent ownership group, competent players, competent coaching for the first time in a very long time. And you know what? The game of the week Broncos bears that is must watch football. I saw something that I thought was very funny and it was like loser gets relegated to the XFL. I think that's fair. I I would, I would, that would make the game way more intriguing. Somehow I think the Broncos are favored in that game. I th- I'm I mean the Bears suck. Yeah, but the Broncos the, are bad. I the most like, depressing I mean. part is is I will watch every second of that game. Oh, I'm probably gonna watch that game over anything else. Right, Sunday. that is incredible television because someone allegedly has to win that game or just not lose it at the very correct, least. correct. Um, it's like, but yeah, you can't even say that's gonna be like oh it's gonna be a zero zero tie with those defenses. I don't it could think. be like fifty fifty at this right. point. That could be the score. Um. Yeah, it's just going to be 
very um it's just great that we're three weeks into the Broncos season it's over and I can just completely focus on the yes yeah, it's great you just completely knock that one out yeah, and they we're lost good. In, like increasingly embarrassing fashion each time you lose a game of the Raiders that are terrible yeah. you lose to the commanders after getting the Hail Mary and getting outscored 32 to 3 after a fumble yeah. and give up the most points since the 60s yeah almost give yeah. would have given up the record if they didn't literally feel bad for you is that like the worst thing that can happen in sports? I I'm of the mindset where it's like, I would rather you keep scoring than you take pity on me. It's just, I don't know. Like people are like, Oh, it's embarrassing to run up score. Like, no, it's not. No, it's, these I are professionals. Worse. I would feel I get, worse if like the professionals making millions of dollars, like, come on, let's let up on them a little. Right. Just keep scoring. And I remember when I was a little kid playing baseball and it was like, there was only a 10 run limit. You could score in an inning. And I'm like, that's just let them keep going, man. Like I, I don't want to be pitied on. So that was fun. Um, I don't think the Avs will have that problem this year. I think we'll be okay. You know, I th- I think we'll be all right on that front. You know, maybe some things won't be perfect. Maybe some things won't be perfect this year. I don't think like what's what's seventy twenty in hockey? Is that like what fourteen goals? Oh, I think that's more. I'm I'm thinking more like sixteen, seventeen. I th- I don't know. If, I feel like the second you get above ten, you're talking like that's seventy plus territory. I feel like that's once, fair. I feel like if you hit twelve, we talk like if it was like a twelve to two game, we talk about that in the same breath. Fair. Did you know Keaton Milton's only twenty five years old? I guess I never really thought about it. They just showed that on the graphic on altitude, and that just literally blew my fucking mind. I thought this dude was like thirty. I then definitely not thirty, but I don't know. There's got room. I got a lot of room in my head. Sometimes there's not much brain in here, but I guess I just didn't have Keaton Middleton facts in there. <laughs> that just kind of blew my mind. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I can tell you, you're not missing absolute shit. This looks like a preseason game where it's been like constant whistles and offsides. We're about three minutes in and neither team has a shot on goal. We are so back. Yeah, we're so, so back, baby. So unbelievably back. And then also a player wearing 18 playing defense just made me think it was Alex Newhook. So this is going to take my brain a little bit to, uh, to get going here. Yeah, this is going to take a little while probably. But yeah, yeah I mean, that's kind of what we got on the preseason games at the moment, unless anything super, super crazy happens over the next little bit. We're not going to do live updates on this preseason yeah. game as it happens. I mean, once we get to the regular season and we're recording on a game day, we'll give it a little bit of a grace period before we start recording. Most likely you can't ask me to record at 11 o'clock at night for a preseason game when I have to be up for work the next morning. Like, I'm sorry. I love the show and I love it to be as quality as possible. Not for the preseason. Not no. like, Oh, oh fuck. Keaton Milton just laid out Pat uh, Carrier. Holy shit. See, reminding everyone how old he is. Holy fuck. That was a big hit. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it for the preseason. If something happens while we're still recording, we'll we'll chime in because I think that'd be funny. I'm sure but, I'm uh, sure we will. But uh for other NHL news, the Bruins came out with some really boring throwback jerseys for a team that doesn't need to have a throwback jersey. Like the Bruins have one of the best looks in the NHL. You don't need to change anything. It's just this is what they hyped up for months. It looks right. terrible. It's just boring. Yeah, it's bo- it's just uninspired. Like, like, is that the point? Like, it's old, so it's boring. But even then, like, it's just such a classic. Like, don't mess with perfection. 
like if you have to release a centennial jersey which i understand you you couldn't make it good yeah like you took the the one color that they have that is badass is the yellow black and yellow is a great combination it's a timeless tradition and you take a lot of the yellow out and i don't i, I don't know. i just don't understand why it seems like teams can't make jerseys anymore because it's just been like a constant three-year stretch of like nine out of ten jerseys that get released just suck. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but it, I'm of the mindset if you're an original six team, you shouldn't change your jersey. Like, you have the most history in the NHL. Like, the Rangers aren't going to change their jerseys. The Canadians, could you imagine if they changed theirs? That That's just a classic one. Um, Detroit Red Wings, you're not going to change that. As much as I hate the Detroit Red Wings, that logo is perfect. Well, I mean, like, when, it, they, when they released their retros, they didn't really try. Right. It was just an all-white jersey. But that logo is so perfect, you don't expect them to change too much with it. Right. And then you have, like, Chicago may have to change theirs just because of the whole Indian thing, um, like, eventually one day. But that's a great uniform as well. It, Boston did not need to change their uniforms, man. They just didn't. Like, no. if you were going to do anything, do the fucking crack-looking bear. Like, do that right. one. That one's bring, at least funny. Bring back cocaine bear. At least that's relevant. Right. Like, that's funny. I don't, I don't cool. know why I don't know why they don't use the bear more. The, like, they have, like, three great logos, and they, I don't know, they just come out with that boring jersey. I don't get it. I don't get it either. And then they also named Brad Marchand captain, which I think is just perfect for Boston. It's very funny. I mean, yeah. I mean, people are upset about, like, who were they going to name captain? Pasternak, McAvoy, like I, I think he was the obvious choice. It's just funny that he is now the he's been captain for like less than a week, and he already has the most suspensions of any captain in NHL history. <laughs> yeah. Good for him, already breaking records. Yeah, I, I say what you want about the guy. He is a he's a rat, but he is a damn good hockey player, and he's been a damn good hockey player for a while now. Um, I, I think he's a good choice, but it's just funny people's reactions to it. It's like obviously he's beloved in that locker room. Yeah, I mean, there, there was never a question Brad Marchand was going to be the captain of that team. Like, they're not giving it to McAvoy. They're not giving it to Pasternak. Marchand's 35 and has been with this team since they won the Cup. Right. Like, of, of course he's going to be. Is he one of the only players left on that from that Cup team now? I mean, Lucic is back. Oh, that's right. Lucic, yeah. That'll be – oh, that team's going to be a pain in the ass. I mean, that was also like... 12 years ago. Jesus Christ, that feels so much longer. Wasn't it 2010? Was it 10 or 11? I think it was 10, wasn't it? No, 10 was the Hawks. It probably was 11 then. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That feels like an eternity ago. It was. I was 10 years old when they won that thing. Yeah. But yeah, the Bruins are going to be interesting. I think we're both kind of in the same agreement with what we think the Bruins are going to be this year. Like they'll be fighting for the playoffs. I, I don't, don't think they're. I don't know. They're in, they're one of the more interesting teams, I think, because they're everyone's popular pick to miss the playoffs. It's kind of hard to argue with that. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, Pavel Zaka is their one C. Yeah, or Charlie Coyle, take your pick. Yeah, right. It's I think they're going to be a solid team, but the they're going to be the Bruins. I th- yeah, I think the East got a lot better this off season. Yeah, and the Bruins are like I feel like a lot of teams got better this off season, and the Bruins are definitely the team that got the worst. Yes, and they didn't do anything bad. It's just they lost fucking <laughs> so many players. They lost like a significant portion of their identity. Right. Like because Bergeron, Bergeron, Bergeron. Is gone. like that'll that alone is, is worth a couple of wins. I would yeah, say. yeah. One of the greatest defensive players of all time. Um, 
but yeah, that's pretty much it going on and rest in the NHL, man. Like yeah. it's, it's just kind of where hockey's back. Uh, we have a lot to upcoming here pretty soon, but it is just good to have hockey back on the TV. Yeah. We're slowly getting back into the preseason and everything. I mean, I think a quiet preseason is a good preseason for the most part, especially when it comes to your team, you want to save all the drama for when the regular season starts at the very least, but the NHL redesigned their sites. There's really no way to segue oh. into. There's no way to segue into this. We're we're entering the rant part of the episode because we've ran out of topics you know to talk what? about. At least this one's planned. Usually we yeah. just go on rants anyway, but this right. one this has been bothering me genuinely so much that I wrote this into the show notes, which is rare <laughs> for a rant. The NHL.com redesigned their site and their app. It sucks. It's terrible. I don't yeah. know why they felt the need to do this because like I've complained about the NHL site before because it didn't work you go to click on things it just doesn't work you have to restart your entire browser in order to get things to work so what's their solution they just remake the entire website and make everything impossible to find and look like shit it's it it looks like they're trying to make it like an apple app like they're trying to make it the design that way but they took out all the parts that made the app good right the app was simple the app, at, at very least, for all of its faults, was simple, and it was easy to find everything. The The worst part they did is the schedule. Yeah. Like, why why would you take away the calendar view? That's the only thing I go to it for. Right. <laughs> like... I don't want to see each game one bar at a time. I want to see what the freaking schedule is. And like they moved everything around, like because first they didn't have they like just fixed this before the show. Like the homepage was not your team anymore. It was just like the NHL homepage. You had to go to the more tab and click on teams in order to find anything. It's just like you didn't need to do anything. You could have just left it alone and it would have been fine. It's a very NHL thing to do to change something that no one really was complaining about and make it something else. It's just it just looks so lifeless now. Everything is yeah. black and gray, and the fonts are too big, and everything's just hard to find. Like we sound know, like maybe, such old people right now. I was now. gonna say maybe I'm just <laughs> such, maybe I'm just ahead of my time and hate change and everything, but it's just such a bad redesign. It just looks ugly. Yeah, it doesn't look very good. Also, Ryan Johansson just made an incredible play that should result in a goal, and Paul and just totally missed the buck. <laughs> what can you expect? I mean, if, I mean, you'll, you'll look play, good, though. If, if he's making that play and it's our Terry Lekkinen on the other side. Yeah, that's going to be a lot better. Wow, that was a great play by him. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. The NHL app is uh, now weird. I, I, the only thing that pissed me off, they took away the calendar view. Um, but we sound like such old people complaining about it. But also at this point, we are getting old. So Honestly, are we really that bad? Because I have not seen anyone have a positive word about it. Everyone I've talked to is like, yeah, this thing sucks now. Who are you talking to about the NHL app, dude? You think this is is me just unprompted? I've had a bunch of people be like, dude, have you seen the freaking site? It sucks now. Oh, see, I, yeah, I haven't talked to anyone. You're like the only person I talked to about the NHL. (laughs) So (laughs) I have a bunch of friends in low places. Oh, gotcha. 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 Um, but it, it, it's going to be, hopefully they can get some bugs worked out before the season really gets going. Just Um, switch it back. Didn't yeah. need to change it. Yeah, just switch it back. But any other rants that you got to go on about hockey right now? I'm sure I've got plenty. <laughs> I feel like I've always got something to rant about. It's my staple at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it goes. Um, 
I love I love when the the EA Sports NHL account tweets out a picture of a player and it looks nothing like them. Like they tweet out Mitch Marner today and it just, it that doesn't look like that's not Mitch Marner. That doesn't did look. Did you like see him. they had Miko rated above him though? I did. Yeah, which I think is very well just. Like I I think that's a good thing, but I imagine a lot of people did not react well to that. I mean, they can react however they want. It's true. Yeah. Because who was ahead of him? Was it Pasternak and Kucherov were the only Pasternak, two ahead of him? Kucherov, Ranton, and then Marner. But like, I I will send you this picture when we're done. Like, this does not. I'll send you it right now. Actually, it does not look like Mitch Marner whatsoever. And they just proudly tweet that out. That this Let's is like, oh, look, Mitch Marner rated ninety one. It's just like this is not. Mitch oh my Marner, god! Right, this is not Mitch Marner. That does not look like him. That looks like an AI generated player. Right. That's what I mean. And like, this is the effort that they're putting into the, the player profiles for the pictures. Can you only imagine what the game's going to be again? Why does he look like he has to poop? Right. Who's he looking at? Why was eyes? Why is his face misshapen? What's wrong with his chin? His, his lips stick out over his chin. Yeah. Who looks like this? Who designed this? And why I mean, like, oh, this looks good. The quality of the graphic is good. Like that's a very good video. I was video just gonna say it play. looks good because it's shiny. But the second you focus on anything for more than two seconds, you look at one particular piece of this. It looks terrible. Who was it on the abs that they just had so bad last year? Probably everybody. No, they had McKinnon look pretty normal. Rantanen looked pretty. Oh, it was Gabe Landeskog. They had him with a black beard, and it's like, bro, he's literally blonde. <laughs> like, just Google it. <laughs> look up a picture. He literally is blonde. Like this is crazy. Um, my, my rant is, uh, it's really annoying. Like I, I'm not going to try and get in a fight with the Swifties, uh, because that is a powerful group of people that you do not want to mess they with. They have a lot, they have a lot of resources. So be yeah, like, like you don't want to mess with them. This is not a rant about that. I'm just tired of seeing it. The story about her and Travis Kelsey. That's the part I'm tired of. Like, it's just like, I get it. She's very popular. But like the fact that that was the main storyline of an NFL Sunday is very funny to me. And like every single podcast I've listened to this week or today, uh, every radio show, every TV show is talking about it. It's like, I, I get it, but it's like, why, why do, why are we making this such a big deal? Oh, why, <laughs> I guess why, as a Broncos fan, it kind of works out because more people are talking about that than they are the Broncos getting humiliated, but it is just very funny. Um, that that is like one of the main storylines in the NFL, right? Well, you, well, you know what you've just done, right? Yeah. Now, now you've turned it into us talking about Taylor Swift, and now yeah, we... no, I mean, I know it has to be done, but it's just like it, it makes me wonder, like, who's which player is she most likely to date from the Abs? And it, I know he's married, but Gabe Landeskog would that, that'd be a power couple? Yeah, I, I've seen this question floated as like, oh, what what NHL player would date Taylor Swift? The answer is fucking nobody, because no one in this league is interesting enough, right? I mean, Gabe Landeskog's a handsome son of a gun. I think he'd be great with her. Um, could you imagine her and Connor McDavid together? Connor McDavid, oh. from what I've seen, is the most awkward human being on the face of Connor planet. McDavid has the personality of wet sand. Yeah. Like, that would be a very... I'm surprised he has a girlfriend at all. Yeah, that's true. I'm... I'm my conspiracy... Bill McCarr and her would be very funny together. I'm convinced that Connor McDavid's girlfriend is league-provided just to make the optics look better. I don't think that I don't think that guy's ever talked to someone outside of his teammates. That's a good point. He's such a robot. Is Sidney Crosby married? Doesn't he have kids? Yeah. Oh yeah, Sidney Crosby's okay. married. Sidney Crosby's like somewhat of a normal person. Is he? 
he's not like he's not McD- mcdavid's just kind of weird crosby like is, is somewhat of a well-adjusted person yeah Sometimes. i don't know you're right the nhl just has a bunch of fucking weirdos in it that's what i'm talking about man who like, has the best like what player in the nhl actually shows personality i'm trying to think I mean, the, I mean, the obvious answer is Ovi, but yeah, Ryan Reeves maybe, but he's not good, right? Is it really personality, or is he just like, oh, I'm gonna beat everyone up? Yeah, because um, I feel like that's really his only personality. Is like, oh, he wouldn't do that if I was on the ice. Bruce that's Boudreau funny. and Taylor Swift would be a very funny couple. Yeah, if not creepy. Yeah, but that'd be funny just because Bruce Boudreau actually shows some personality. Is that is that what our entire basis is? If like you just have some sort of personality, yeah, I think that's what it is. That's the bar in the NHL. But now yeah. here we now here we go turning what was a rant into now we're talking about Taylor Swift on the podcast. But I mean, she is the queen. But it is just, uh, I think she probably makes more money than the entire NHL. That would not surprise me. I like I think if you combined like the top 10 highest paid salaries in the NHL, I don't know if it'd come to what Taylor Swift makes. I don't think it would scratch the surface. Not at That's all. That's bad. Like what do you, what would you even do with that much money? I don't know. Whatever you want. Yeah. That's just I don't weird. I don't think I want to know what you do with that much money. Right. Like at some point there is too much, right? That's what I'm saying. Like I think my sweet spot of money if I could have like I think I could honestly stretch a million for like at least 10 to 15 years. Yeah. I think most people could. Like, I, I think I could, I think you could give me $5 million and I could, I could live off that for the rest of my life. But you could, de- you, I think you could definitely make $5 million work. If you have like the right financial advisors and you're not an idiot who just spends all their money, like you, you'd have to be able to not put yourself in a massive house or anything like that and still be able to live like a somewhat normal life. But you could definitely do that. Oh, I for sure could, but all right. Yeah. I think this episode has gone long enough. I think we've gone a full 20 minutes without talking about hockey. So um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's wrap this one up before we just blabble on for another hour. I mean, kind of what we've been doing. This yeah. I mean, we already had yeah. the, we already had the Taylor Swift rant. I mean, gen- genuine prediction for Broncos bears who wins that game. I have to know. I think the Broncos do just because the bears literally like the good news is, is the Broncos defense is so bad, but I think the bears offense may be worse. Right. Like what's Justin Fields going to do? Throw the ball. Yeah. Um, I think the Broncos win, but it's not going to be a pretty win. I think they win and you're going to be like, how did we not win? By... It's going to be a, it's going to be a win that doesn't make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. It's honestly, I kind of want them to lose because I want a higher draft pick. Right. So this it's is, like hey, we're in the that, Caleb Williams sweepstakes now. Yeah, that's kind of what I want is for them to lose, but I also want them to win. So it's really a lose lose for me because if we lose to the Bears, there's no coming back from that. Like there is still a little bit of hope with this team. There's still a little bit there. Is like it's, it's only three games in. Like they could turn it around, but if they lose to the Bears, it's officially done. I mean. Let's be honest. Is there really much hope? No, there isn't. But I just think about it when the like think the Dolphins scored seventy points on the Broncos. What's Patrick Mahomes going to do to this defense? I think that's baby. Let Let's take it one week at a time. Yeah, like that could be bad. They they I could mean, give the, up. The Dolphins have receivers. Yeah, but they were missing their second best one in this game, and they still 
they they ran for 350 yards and threw for 350 yards. Uh, like that's the part that's freaking me out. Um, I honestly think that a college team could have beat the Broncos yesterday. Probably. I think Georgia could have competed with the Broncos yesterday. Very college score. Yeah, it was bad. It was very, very bad. But the abs are back in like two and a half weeks. That's really all that matters to me. That's the, all the, I'm thinking. The good about news right is we are past the grace period where you have to care. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just excited for the abs to be back. Opening night's going to be here before I know it. And I just can't wait for that. I can't wait to just watch real hockey at least for the first like two weeks. And they'll be like, when are the playoffs starting? Right. But the first two weeks will be fun. Right. Agreed. I think we're ready to wrap this one up here. I think, well, Dude, are we even going to have that? Because you're going to, it's going to suck for you the first week with the West coast road trip to start the season. It's going to be that, that way. All, it's going to be that way all season. It's just going to, it's just how it's going to have to be for a little while. I'm just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Ah, oh, Vegas just scored. Oh, boo. Oh, well. I was literally just about to say the PKs look pretty solid, but um, yeah, Sheldon Rempal. Yeah, that's a guy. Uh, Welcome to preseason. Yeah. Yeah. Also, All Vegas, right. why don't they wear these white jerseys more often? These are their best jerseys. They do, they do everything to annoy everybody at all times. That's yeah. Vegas's motto. But anyway, oh, before, before we start, before we start just like live commentating the preseason game, let's wrap this yeah. one up here before this let's gets before this gets more out of hand. So you can use promo code Teledabs. It is on SeatGeek for twenty dollars off your first order of fifty dollars or more. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at G Youngs NHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Belay, and you can follow the show at Teledabs. It is. But again, thank you all so very much for tuning in, and we will catch you all next time when we have more than one preseason game to talk about and a few more talking points to get to by then but thank you very much for tuning in and we will catch you all next time but until then let's go abs